Welcome back to a late episode of Inside Four Walls. I want to get two out today. I uh, recorded the first one that went out on time at 8. It went out on time, fuck you. And then I lay down and take a nap, and I woke up about 8 hours later. So that's why I'm the one, the one o'clock upload. My apologies. But continue with the trend. I actually... So I was mistaken. It was actually a big building in, in Florida but had a plane flying to it. But I did find another interesting story about the World Trade Center and an attempted attack by Muslim extremists on it that most people probably don't know about because I've never heard of it until now. From the New York Times, published August 4th, 1995. Suspect is said to be a longtime friend of bombing mastermind. This is from their archive, of course. <clears throat> At 1 a.m. on February 9th, 1993, federal prosecutors say Iyad Ismoil, a Palestinian immigrant working at a grocery store in Dallas, received an urgent phone call from a boyhood friend. A few hours later, Mr. Ismoil bought a plane ticket and on February 21st he flew to New York to join his friend Ramzi Hamed Yusuf. The man prosecutors call the mastermind of the World Trade Center bombing. Right? Fucking right? Never heard of this before I bet. I bet not a single one of you listening has ever knew known about this. I knew there was a previous attack on the World Trade Center. I thought it was a plane because, you know, uh, there's a, a term for it, for it. I can't remember what it is right now, where pilots will fly really close to, like, tall buildings, like a tourist kind of thing. And they'll be like, you look out your window, you'll see we're about 100 feet away from uh, from hitting a building. That kind of shit. And tourists love it. A lot of people hate it. A lot of people fucking hate it. But, you know. Uh, but, but it's a thing that some pilots do. But yeah, right, a, a, a bombing at the World Trade Center in 93, specifically January 1993. Fascinating, right? Mastermind of the World Trade Center bombing. Five days later, prosecutors say, with Mr. Yusuf in the passenger seat, Mr. Ismoil drove a van packed with explosives into the garage below, below the Trade Center. Fucking right. Never heard of this shit. These motherfuckers got bombs into the World Trade Center parking behind, uh, like under it. Insane. Mr. Ismoil and Mr. Yusuf parked the van and lightened, enlightened a 12 minute, enlit, yeah, lightened? Lighted. Lighted. I'm sorry, I'm retarded. Be honest with you, I'm kind of retarded. Mr. Ismoil and Mr. Yosef parked the van and lighted a 12-minute fuse that was lying on the floor between the front seats. Federal law enforcement uh, officials said they leaped out of the van and jumped into another car driven by a companion. But as they tried to pull out of the garage, the entrance was blocked by a by the truck for five minutes. <laughs> Dude, imagine that shit, right? 
It's like Abbott and Costello commit a commit a terrorist. They're like it's like like some truck just pulls out, parks in an inconvenient spot, like those assholes, like how assholes in New York drive. They just park their truck there. And meanwhile, the terrorists are sitting there like, "Oh, please tell us you're gonna move soon." Oh, for the love of God, love of God, please tell us you're gonna move. Please tell us you're gonna move. Because they can't panic. They can't freak out because they're not attention to themselves. So they're just in there, like, looking at each other, like, it's been five minutes. He's gonna move, right? Because otherwise, fuck, we're going down too. And let me tell you right now, I would not be impressed by 72 virgins. Give me three Filipino hookers any day of the week, and I'm content, alright? I don't need 72 virgins. What do I do with a bunch of bitches who don't know what the fuck they're doing? Right? Cool. Cool. They're virgins, man. Neat. So 72 times I got washed blood off my cock. Wonderful. Thanks, Osama. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Osama Obama. Yeah, just give me three of the most experienced Filipino prostitutes on the fucking planet and some blow. I'm good. Don't need more than that in my life. She's just lying on the floor between the front seats. Federal law enforcement officials say they leaped into a vehicle driven by a companion. But as they tried to pull out the garage, the entrance was blocked by a truck for five minutes. That's like the most nerve-wracking five minutes of your life as a terrorist. And they're like, oh, this wasn't meant to be a suicide mission. Fuck! Quote, they were just sitting there, sweating themselves. One official said, of course they were. What are they going to do? Get out and start jumping up and down saying, hey, hey, we need you to move. You're going to get some New York. You're like, why the fuck do I got to move? You sitting here and you forgot a car, parked in a fucking basement in the bottom of the fucking trade center. The fuck you in a hurry fucking for? What? You gotta buy some stocks and towels for your fucking goofy ass head? What? Gotta buy some cotton for your fucking sheep? The fuck you in a rush for? Whoa! Get a load of this guy. Hey, Vinny, get a load of this fucking guy over here. Look at the patchy fucking beard, the goat herder. Trying to tell us we need to move our fucking truck. Let me tell you, buddy. We New York Union. Alright, you don't tell us what to do. The mafia tells us what to do. So you just get back in your little car and you wait for us to fucking move. Alright, shithead. And if you don't want to wait for us to move, I'll tell you what. I'll put you back in your car and I'll buckle your fucking seatbelt too. You got that, you little bitch? I grew up in the Bronx. You ain't fucking with me. You ain't scaring me neither, you little fucking half Taliban's looking son of a bitch, goofy ass motherfucker. Yeah, I know Guam. They're fucking manager. <laughs> they were just in there sweating themselves. I want to see that security camera footage so bad. You see terrorists in there. One in the driver, one in the passenger seat. The people under the security camera, are like, hey, why did they just jump from one car to the other? Oh, that's weird. I just sit there and they're like, oh, fuck. The men did escape, but the bomb in the parking garage killed six people and injured more than a thousand and shook America's sense of immunity from foreign terrorists. That's insane. And I've never heard about this shit before. I don't know about you, but I've never heard about this shit before, right? More than a thousand people were injured and six people were killed, right? And it shook America's sense of immunity from foreign terrorism. And this is never talked about. 
ever. Hold on. There we go. Sorry about that. I'm playing a 14-year-old game. Fuck you. But it's weird that you've never heard about this, right? You think this is something like we, we would fucking know about. Shook America's sense of immunity from foreign terrorism within hours. Prosecutors say Mr. Ismoil was on a plane to Jordan promoting a two-and-a-half-year manhunt. Prompting a two-and-a-half-year manhunt that ended yesterday when the federal officials brought him into a courtroom in Lower Manhattan and charged him in the bombing. Crazy. Fucking crazy. Quote, It will be our... It will be our condition that he was the driver of the van in the World Trade Center. Mary Jo White, the United States Attorney in Manhattan, said, The capture of Mr. Ismoil fit one more piece into the puzzle of the Trade Center bombing. But the in- indictment unsealed at the arrangement yesterday the arraignment yesterday, left many crucial questions unanswered. It was not clear, for example, whether federal officers believed believed hold on, I lost my place. I scrolled down too far. Believed the demutive baby-faced former cause student was a central planner in the attack or merely a follower who joined in at the behest of his friend. Either way, does it make that thing of a difference? He's just trying to blow up the World Trade Center. And you're like, but he's just a kid, man. He's a costume. He's a grown-ass man. I don't know. I, I, fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him up right down center. Fuck this fucking guy. Fuck my fucking van in front of his fucking car for five fucking minutes. And I watched him sweat. Clean as that motherfucker's ever been. Crazy though, and behest of a friend, Mr. Yusuf, n- nor on behalf of his friend, Mr. Yusuf, nor did the charges against Mr. Ismail shed any light on the central mystery: who sponsored and financed the terrorist bombing? Uh, probably the deep state. Tinfoil hat on right now. Of course, you hear it. It's my tinfoil hat, adjusting it. It's my tinfoil fedora. Dora the Explorer, bitch. Local authorities in Jordan arrested Mr. Ismoil on Sunday as he left a class at a university. <laughs> Damn, he went over there, got in, got in school and came and everything? Wow. Two months. And they turned him over to the FBI agents at a military airfield on Wednesday night. Federal agents had identified him six months earlier as one of the conspirator, conspirators after shifting through mounds of telephone records and airline passenger manifests and followed up on leads on foot, follow up leads on foot. Using airline records, the FBI discovered that Mr. Ismail had flown to Jordan on the night of the bombing. With the help of local police agents tracking him down, 
to his home in a refugee camp near uh, Jarash, about 30 miles north of Amman. Amman? A-M-M-A-N? Amman? That's not very progressive. It should be a woman. Or a gendered individual. North of a gendered individual. Although the FBI knew his whereabouts last winter. Never changes, does it? They knew where he was, and they're like, we'll just sit on our hands so it's a little bit warmer. So yeah, we did the same thing with Osama Bin Laden. We knew where he was in advance. We just were like, eh, fuck it. We'll put the run around a little bit. Although the FBI knew his whereabouts last winter, the Americans could not arrest him until King Hassan, King Hassan of Jordan signed a new extraditionary treaty with the United States last week. He was like, I'm going to go to Jordan. Jordan don't work with no Americans. I'll be safe there. The king did what? Ah, shit. Shit. Quote, good police work was really what brought the team to him. Said uh, James K. Calstorm. That's a cool name. Calstorm? Got a Morrowind vibe to it, don't you? Carl Calstorm. Imperial scum. To assist the director in charges of the New York field office of the FBI. Quote, for these terrorists, the lesson should be clear. They will be held accountable for their actions no matter what, no matter where they have fled. At 2.15 p.m. yesterday, Mr. Ismol, wearing a bright orange prison suit, was led in handcuffs to a federal district court in lower Manhattan. The 24-year-old suspect was arraigned. In five minutes before, in five minutes, before Judge Kelvin Thomas Duffy on the bombing and conspiracy charges, he pled not guilty. Me? Nah, I didn't do that shit. That was my twin brother. He's in, uh, he's in, uh, he's in Pakistan right now. You should go raid that shit. That wasn't me. It was that other guy. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm Billy Bobatino Yusuf. Shit. Last February, the FBI arrested Mr. Yusuf in Pakistan in a similar operation and flew him back to New York City, where he will now stand trial with Mr. Ismail. Four other men were convicted in March of 94 of taking part in the conspiracy theory. Mohammed A. Salamen. That's a familiar name. Is that the guy Trump shoved a missile up the ass of a couple years back when he got out of prison went back over there? Uh, a religious teacher, whatever the fuck they call him, a, uh, a religious scholar. Uh, Naidal A. Ayad, Muhammad Abdulima, and uh, some other goat herder's name. The seventh man, Abdul Rahman Yesman, Yesin, is still a fugitive and believed to be in Iraq. I wonder who else is in Iraq at this point in time. Prosecutors and the FBI agents said Mr. Ismail appeared to be much closer to Mr. Yosef than the other men who have been arrested. For the convicted and convicted in the case, two men grew up together in Farahil, once prominently Palestinian, once a prominent Palestinian enclave just outside Kuwait City. Oh, Kuwait City. Mr. Callstorm of the FBI said. They are believed to have attended the same public schools, though Mr. Yusuf is 27 and is three years older than Mr. Ismoil. 
Yeah, what's weird about a, a freshman and a senior friendship? What's weird about that is the fact that they're the same gender, because you know kind of kind of always weirding me out about that shit, a little, little tangent here? Dude, I knew a guy, and I kept waiting for him to go to prison, because he was 18 in high school. Fucking this, like, fucking 14, 15-year-old freshman. And I mean, it was, like, no secret. Everybody knew about it, but no one said shit about it. And I just sat there waiting, like, I'm not going to fucking... Really? This is just a thing we're doing? Okay, shoot. Alright, I guess. Uh, no, one, no, one, no one's got a beef here, but okay. Fuck it. It's always weird, right? Like, I feel like you can decide like who's going to go to prison for pedophilia in the future, right? If you knew like that senior who was dating or fucking a freshman. Ugh. Oh, weird. Anyway. Uh, let's see. One law enforcement uh, official said agents believe that the two men are close friends and that Mr. Uh, Ismoil may have been motivated as much by his loyalty to Mr. Yosef as by ideology. <laughs> Birds of a feather and all that together. The sp- suspect arraigned yesterday, whose family in Jordan gave his name and Liliad Muhammad Ismail Ninjim is one of eight children of Mamand Ninjim. Nijim? Ninjim? Whatever. Irrelevant. The father fled. Fled the West Bank town of Nablus. After the 1967 Middle East War, family members told the Associated Press, the AP, AP loves being over there. Mr. Ismoil was born in Kuwait, where his father worked for an oil company. Like many Palestinians, we do love that oil. Like many Palestinians, the family left and resettled in Jordan after the Iraq invasion. And the Emirate, uh, Iraq invaded the Emirate in August 1990. See, that's an interesting little story I bet you didn't know. There was a successful World Trade Center bombing in 1993 that led to a nearly two-year-long manhunt. Crazy, right? You would think in all the 9-11 shit, that would be mentioned at least once, that, that, this, that there was a previous attack on the building. I knew there was, but I wasn't exactly sure what it was, you know? But, hey, you know, this is a short, sort of a short episode. It's going on a little late. Just want to bring that to your attention. Uh, we'll be doing a follow-up with Afghanistan for my 8 o'clock upload. And I promise there will be a 1 o'clock upload on time. Maybe even a 5 o'clock, alright? That being said, I've been James Madison. This has been Inside Four Walls, and you know the fucking drill. Also, like, share, follow, subscribe, whatever. My numbers are going up, but my followers aren't. Come on.